0: Wake and bake with the boys Pull out some weed and get high Keep smoking on the phone While Scotty's talking way too long Got time to smoke one more Taking the message to the people now Keep smoking and growing And watching prohibition fall down
1: What's up, Wake and Bake? I'm going to get into the breakfast baddie, man. I dropped this. uh, I have the Mountainside DGC 2018 glass. Uh And I literally, I dropped it on like ceramic tile at the top of concrete steps. And then it bounced down two concrete steps. And at that point, since it was still not broken, I was just rooting for it. (laughs) And it literally made it down almost four concrete steps and good to go. Whereas I was cashing out. Um, a baddie the other day. I think it was no fault on them. It might've been a BioBiz one uh, oney. like they probably private labeled some or sure, something. Sure. And when I was hitting it with my lighter, you know, doing the, it just broke. It's like, are you kidding me?
2: It anyway. planned obsolescence, bro. What do you What are you want me to sell you one baddie for your entire life? Come on now.
1: So in my, my mountainside baddie is some uh, lemon G crossed with a triangle kush. Uh, just because I had some of that. Uh, I told you I found some of the, D, one of the DGC jars from the DGC Cup, and I was like, ooh, this is number 10. And it was Moby Dills, and I've been running out of the Sativa here. Right. So perfect timing. There's about an eighth in there left, and I'm like, hell yeah. So that's what I got rolling on here currently right now out of my okay. one Nice, man. it's very cool. Very Not cool. Not officially a bowl, but I, I'm still a one <laughs> guy half the time, man. <laughs>
2: And you know what? I do like the Nectar Collector. I, speaking of Mountainside Matt, he's one of my closest neighbors, Mountainside Glass. Uh, I'm going to go up and hang out with him later and see if I can't get me a Nectar Collector. Because, uh, yeah, I, I know that they make really cheap ones. I think it, you can get $15 or $20 Nectar Collectors, but they break after you heat them up a little bit. And his seem to last a bit. So I'm going to go check it out. Yeah, didn't you guys always have one in the studio Did you break it? I, I finally broke it yeah I mean they don't last forever <coughs> you know, but I mean because you're heating these things up to crazy glass here you're heating yeah. these glass up to crazy high temperatures man
1: yeah using lighter shit
2: yeah some last a lot longer than others that's for
1: sure. Right on. So what do you got in there in the, if you had your fresh nectar collector?
2: (laughs) You know what, man, I have these sour kush dabs. I've been buying about a hundred dollars worth of dabs, like three grams for a hundred bucks. I bring them and I leave them for, uh, for the, we can all smoke during the week. And it's kind of like a little treat we got. And, uh, man, it's been really pleasant. I gotta tell you, I don't, I smoke maybe a a lot less joints. I'll say I actually was smoking a joint this morning and I was coughing and I took a a rag and I coughed into the rag and sure enough, man, there's like a whole shitload of tar that comes out it made me think of what color my lungs are man they're not bright and pink i don't
1: think <laughs> I, <laughs> I think i think it also ties probably into how hard you work them potentially i don't know you might be right I don't know how much how much token you got to do to get them all dark and stuff but you might be right. i do go uh,
2: mountain biking up this big hill by my house just to see if i can do it at this point still I don't <laughs> i'm glad to report i can still do it <laughs>
1: All right, let's see what the DGC is smoking on here. I like Um,
2: this. Look at this, guys. This is from No Big Till. I like that, man. No Big Till, brother. No Big Till.
1: Yes, hashtag Show over on IG. And great looking Nug here, man. Just more than one picture here. Um, Beautiful you know, fall coloring coming in. The way his leaves in the second picture are really canoeing in heavy, I'm not even worried about that at this point in bloom. Leaves can start to do some weird things sometimes when they start to, you know, get into flush and consume themselves, et cetera. Sure, yeah, light will do that too. I've OD'd on light before and the leaves just fold up like that, (laughs) man. Um, no big till Michigan Moth at Thug Pug 1.0. Thug Pug.
2: They were just talking. That was that was the guy that uh, Michigan Matt was giving props to, saying that's okay. a badass breeder. There's your, what, your Ninja Fruit guy, that kind of stuff. So cool stuff. What a Ninja big... Fruit a video game? I don't know, man. It's something you get in a video game. What the hell do I know?
1: All right. Moving on to who we got for executive oh, come on, producer. If we're gonna today. give it executive producer. We were hanging out with Moby
2: Dill. He took us on a cure on a cure, on a tour of the herbal cure. And we had a great time. And I am so impressed with that cat, man. Just tight, tight work. So Moby Dill, you're executive producer today, sir.
1: Yeah, definitely you guys should see some different media coming out from that. We were hanging out there, super impressive. We'll talk more and grow talk to see. Um, the Thrive Agritech LED lighting in their bedroom. Their bedroom's now all straight LED. Yeah, a really well, impressive growth. 60% uh,
2: savings they're getting on that over Thowie's. You know, you got a Thowie, and I think they're doing it with, what, 390 watts or something? That's fucking cool.
1: Yeah, and fun to be at it. I haven't been in a facility in a while just to be able to walk around and see rooms in different. The one room, man, it made me think I'm going to come up with my cologne. It was like, it just, you open the door to this bloom room, and it smelled like somebody should have just been cutting like a fruit kitchen, right. a fruit processing kitchen. It's so fruity. Mm. It's like, dude. So, yeah, good times. Executive producer Mobile. Dill, what up? Yeah, you, you can release
2: that after I release my cologne called The Dutch, homie. That's
1: the, All right.
2: Yeah, that's the flagship <laughs>
1: right there. What do you got? Scotty picked the memes today. Yeah, come on. Let's laugh, man. Let's have a little laugh. Do you like to laugh, dude? Cajun Kush. Yes, sir.
2: Yes, sir. Um, I I don't know. We seem to have a little trippy vibe going lately, man. But uh, this one made me laugh. If the memes are supposed to make me laugh, this is a girl that seems to have her own beehive. Like she's just like, seems naked with a beehive as clothing. And it uh, just says, acid or shrooms. And <laughs> I think that's hilarious. All right, Both, right, I'll take it. That is Both. so funny, man. Nice. And, oh, dude, we got to get into a little contrivacy here, man, you know? Contrivacy. Yes, man. A little controversy. I picked something from Ugly Biker. I was cruising through the memes, and it says, and it's, it's uh, Forrest Gump sitting there with a box of chocolates, and it says, and just like that, Scotty Dr- Judge Trump just like Jeff Session judges cannabis. Whoa, deep, man, I guess. I'm not, okay, and here's what I gotta tell you, man. I'm not that deep, okay? So I barely understand that meme. I'm not really judging anyone because I have no idea what they're up to. I don't pay attention to that shit. I don't loiter in that arena. And uh, I I just try to make myself laugh, and then I try to make all y'all
3: laugh afterwards, man. I wanna know how a born, born a billionaire... Uh, reality TV show has become like a champion of the people to some people. Dude, like I don't, I don't get it. But I, I, I tell my you, own personal opinion. I have seen some
2: interesting things that I that I do understand. I like looking at nature. I like looking at at people as far as uh, you know how they work together, how populations work, almost like sociological. You know, you know Are you talking about how
3: they want to split everyone up. Yes,
2: man. And I was confused about it. And I think I'm starting to understand it, man. If I'm going to try to infiltrate
3: a group, if I'm going to try to, a, I don't know what I'm to enslave group so the oldest sayings, there. oldest sayings in warfare divide and conquer
2: yes okay well why the hell don't they teach us that anymore because that's exactly what's happening. Well, you don't to teach
3: us. someone what you're doing
2: to you, them. We right? are being divided. So whether it's, you know, ugly biker, I'm sure if we were to hang out, we would get along and, and we would have similar views and sensible views on things. But instead, we don't know each other and we're try, they're trying to divide us without us even knowing each other so we can point fingers at each other and say, you're wrong, you're an idiot. And uh, that's how you get conquered. Uh, so just be really careful of that man i have seen it lately and i really want to take the opportunity we talk to thousands of people every day just to, to spread that message man it's really cool if you can try to empath- what i love to do is try to empathize with people that's what i use the social media for is try to understand people's perspectives empathize with what they're saying and try try to dig on it so i don't have to you know, it's life sucks if you think everybody's an idiot if you think everybody's got a cool point of view that you just maybe don't understand life sure is a lot more fun and, and enriching too, so I'll get off my soapbox, but that's what I got to say about that. Meme.
1: Yeah, you don't want to be rolling. Oh, I'm supposed to say word, but you don't want to be rolling uh <laughs> around. I do have know some people like that. Man, there's so everybody's just so dumb. There's a bunch of idiots, like they look at everybody as a bunch of idiots. There's not a lot of you know same uh, uh, thing as when you're in traffic. You are know, like what are all these people doing? And you just all you got to do is look in the rearview mirror, man. So. Yeah, um, you're one of those people, man.
2: And I just think power is about control. You know, somebody like you know politicians, and whether it's Obama or, or Trump or whoever, it's you're a, a person who likes power, man. You're you're into controlling others because you think that you know better, and you think that everybody should be listening to you. And uh, I like to talk to everybody and get conversation going. I hope y'all listen to me because you're having a fun time, but not because I know everything, man. I think if you're going to listen to anybody, you should be listening to what nature's doing. I think that's your ultimate power right there. And if you want to learn something, take a step back and look at what nature does, man, instead of looking at what all these goofy people are doing online.
1: I agree. All right, now I'm going to
2: finish off the soapbox. It was a two-tiered soapbox, all right? I lined a couple of them up next to each other.
1: (laughs) That's it, All right, before then, we get into what's going on, (laughs) which is kind of just hanging out anyway, just to remind you. You growers out there, man, across the board, if you got to replace your bulbs, uh, you should be choosing a Hordelux. I mean, they have a DE replacement. They have 315 replacements. They have your full range of HID, HPS. Um, and if you want to get into their newer technology with their LED, they also have their own 315 that comes with a bulb that's geared directly towards plants, not like warehouse lighting and they've just been around the block, man. They helped get us th- this show going back in the day a little bit, came on board when we were back with, with our studio at Way to Grow. Yeah, they were really and, cool. Uh, hey,
2: I dude, those are like the fir- that was one of the first products where somebody said to me, Hey guy, you're gonna see cheaper bulbs out there. Don't <laughs> Hey guy. Yeah, buy the Horde Dude, because when you go to the electrical supply store, okay, you can buy an HPS bulb for you know 20 something dollars, 25 $30, at least back in the day you could. And they work like shit. They would fire the spectrum be be right on maybe the first time he fired it up and then it was guesswork from there. You know, it was all decline from there. And for $100, you could buy, you know, we were buying them 50 and 100 at a time. You could buy these Hordelux HPSs and you were able to uh, uh, have a, a consistent, I think it was about six months they gave you on the spectrum. But you knew your spectrum for six months, man. After that, they told you to replace it because you are going to get a decline. But uh, man, I thought that was really cool that we had something, somebody that actually cared about spectrum so we weren't just buying streetlights out there. Respect
1: the hoarder looks. Oh, yeah. I'll give it the oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So hey, what you got Quaid. going on here? Oh, yeah. What do you got growing Dude,
2: on? You gotta read the book, Outliers. I challenge everyone to read the book, Outliers. It is a total trip. And it talks about like how there's like the perfect time to be born for things, you know? And they tell like Bill Gates was born at the perfect time because this guy Bill Joy came like 10, eight years before him and just invented Unix and Java and all this stuff. And so Bill Gates was right there to kind of you know stand on the shoulders of giants and uh, kind of make his moves there. And I was like, wow, that's really neat man. There was a perfect, the Beatles had like the perfect time to be in rock and roll because there was this Hamburg German scene going on and they were over there. They did thousands and thousands of hours of, uh, of practice and, and actual performances over there. And that's how they got so good. And when it talks, it talks about how like the, there's like the world's smartest man. There's a guy that's the world's smartest man out there. He lives like in a double wide in North Dakota. Uh, he's not really that successful. And they talk about how being smart is one thing, but then taking that aptitude and then using Using it and practicing it and actually doing it over and over again is what makes you great at something or makes you a master at something. And they'd say it takes about 10,000 hours, which I think, if my math is right, is about what? Four hours a day for quite a few years. About 10 years, is that right? Does that makes sense? I won't make me. anybody do the math, but I start thinking about what the hell I, I could really say that I've I've mastered. And
1: I don't say that I've mastered it, and I, I'll take that I have, back have I don't want to master anything. I have more fun being pretty good at a few things Agreed. instead of mastering what one. I, okay, so, yeah, I'll say that
2: I have. But what I mean is, dude, I could trim a plant in my sleep. I could, tr- I could grow you two pounds of light, no matter probably with pretty much any equipment you give me or at least a lot of equipment. I've got a lot of different techniques for it. I've been, I probably I've definitely put my 10,000 hours in inside grows, you know? So it's probably the only thing in my life that I have 10,000 hours in. Yeah. Yeah, really man. And then I started thinking about what's the perfect time to be born if you want to be a, uh, you know, a, a, I don't know, a, in this cannabis industry. You know, I'm like, I don't know. Am I too am I too old for it? I, I think I'm good to go though, man. It's, I went to college when uh, w- when Nirvana came out, man,
1: all right? We're right it just when- depends on what you want to do, man. You want a job in and, and, and agriculture, then now might be the good time to go into the cannabis industry. Uh, there will be a few niches like we talk about. You want to be a connoisseur, grower with some type of potential micro-licensing such as micro-breweries. That's pretty cool. But I think everything with growing is, unless you like to grow on your own for your own passion, but that's not the industry we talked about it uh, the other day, walking around the commercial grow a little bit and looking at what's going on, and I'm it's sure. like nothing against Moby Dill. I don't, I don't want that job. Um, it's don't get me wrong. I mean, no, it you be a lot of other jobs. Job. It's That's passionate. a job, and we don't want any job, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Like I've always job. said, I fear commercial cultivation would would take the passion I have and the, the the enjoyment I have working with just my few plants at home. Sure, sure. But anyway.
2: Yeah, I got to tell you, I took a look in the trim room and it looked like a place I would go to work. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know, I don't want to hang out in the trim room too much, fed <laughs> So what else you got going on here, man? I just thought I'd just make you laugh really quick, man. Guru's phone was ringing. I'm like, hey, that's a recharge call. I better pick that up. And Guru's doing a dab. He was just doing a dab at the time. So I picked the phone up and tried to answer and be delightful for 30 seconds. And Guru's just choking his ass off, coughing his ass. He took the order, probably sold about six, dollars $800 worth of product. $11. And, and the entire time just choking his ass off. And the whole time I'm, the you know, boss is standing over, I'm going, good work. Good work, man. Good work. Like, what are we, in the bizarro (laughs) world here, man? We won, right?
1: Uh, the gurus. (laughs) He he completely changes everything when he picks up the uh, real grower's phone, by the way. Just call and see, hi, this is Sean. (laughs) Yeah, I remember I uh, uh, even like I put on
3: I put on the good uh, me and Mopy Dill were talking about this yesterday. I threw on the customer service face. Nice. As soon as as soon as I answer that phone, it, it goes to uh, working in a restaurant again. Yeah. Just, but choking there you on go. dabs. Yeah. But <laughs> but this time I'm allowed to choke
2: on dabs. Oh uh, shit, the warehouse guy came in. It was his birthday today. Not Kyle, our other guy. And it was his birthday. It's like you get the good jar today, man. Go to the, go to the top shelf. You got top shelf shit today
1: for your birthday, man. Oh. Uh, I like it. As long as you like told Scotty that uh, the whole facility should be paid on pro- per product per like, I'm like, you sure get letting these people dab <laughs> out and shit. You're not affecting, you know, performance a little <laughs> Dude, bit. You can't make
2: people package recharge in the heat for eight hours all day long, man. You have to have for mercy, some mercy, sir. No, I, I don't know you. know if you I don't have 10,000 hours of, uh, of management skills, but I've managed people for a very long time and uh, I try to get them. Most of them don't hate me. I'd say about. 95-5, about 5% of them end up hating me.
1: <laughs> Alright, what do you got in the... Yeah. Uh... Where else are we moving in? We're just, just letting telling, you lead. I let Scott lead stories. today. Banner was here.
2: We were smoking, smoking oh, no. joints, man. And we were laughing our ass off, man. But we are talking about the Nug Vault. And we have this, potsy has been loading up our, uh, this treasure chest of goodies that we've got. And we're like, what the hell do we do with all this stuff, man? And we're sitting there smoking a joint. We're like, yes, let's do a telethon, like the Jerry Lewis telethon. And just give it all away, man. <laughs> and we were joking around. But it made me, th- I was like, dude. I've been to the Jerry Lewis telethon before and, uh, they had it, they have like, you know, these little satellite dealios, man, where, you know, you, you go to the TV station where they do it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Am I too old for, for, you, say
3: you just took a little <laughs> macro dose and went there too. That's what I, I had to do. It was for community
2: service. They were like, dude, if you want to get rid of all your, I had like 40 hours of community service to do for maybe getting too high at a certain place when I, when it was not allowed. And, um, they told me that I could knock off twenty-four hours of community service in one day by volunteering at the Jerry Lewis Telethon. It's like a twenty-four hour TV show. And so I might have had a little help from my from my Uncle Sydney that day. And it might have been very <laughs> weird and I might never recommend anybody follows that.
1: Was a Jerry Lewis telethon legit, or is that like one of those things where he keeps seventy eight percent of all the donations and the rest go to charity? You know, there's two sides to every story. Jerry
2: Lewis is. I want to believe that people are good, okay? And I think that, uh, yeah, Jerry Lewis's heart isn't was in the right place. I don't know if he's still alive.
3: He can't still want to be believe alive. people in, people are inherently good. Yes, but, uh, my life experiences have told me otherwise.
2: <laughs> isn't that the difference between communism and capitalism? I think uh, one of them is based on the theory that people are inherently good. The other, Well, well, is
3: well yeah, and, and communism in a perfect society would work. It didn't be like utopian, right? but communism almost always, it, it factors out that uh, people want power and communist society is almost always in dictatorships because someone is able to seize all the power. Yes, man. I just want to go back to South Florida, man. In South Florida on a
2: Friday night, you can just show up in, in like Little Havana and just yell, communista, Comunista," And it's something to do, man. You fit in.
1: <laughs> all right i'll try that next time yeah that's good good stuff man oh uh, so when's the when's the telethon what are you doing <laughs> I You got I a number still, 1-900 he, something he can't still be alive
2: i mean he was old as shit in 1991 okay so there's no way if he is i'm uh i'm investigating man i'm investigating I got one last thing, man. We all got so snooty today, and I, we have to check ourselves. I'm checking ourselves on the air. We were talking about seeds and strains, and Banner goes, Well, yeah, what if somebody gets Blue Dream? You know, let, let, let them just order Blue Dream. And we all like snickered. We're like, ah, oh, Blue Dream, that's so like 2012, man. You know, we're all like too cool for school. And then we're like, Banner goes, Wait a minute, man. It's fucking DJ Short Blueberry by Hayes. You know what I mean? It's, it's dank as fuck. It grows easy as fuck. It, it's gilts, big. Yields yeah. like crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, what the hell's the matter with Blue Dream? I, I'm like, dude, we got to check our weed privilege, man.
1: It's just it falls into the category, I think, of like a song. You know, I'm like, dude, this song's awesome until the radio just destroys it. Right. Like <laughs> right. overplays it. So that's what happened to Blue Dream. I compare it to Britney Spears,
3: you know. Well, I mean, and part of that is what? just it's part of its popularity was just due to commercially it's such a viable strain because, one – it's got good good flavor to it. Mm-hmm. It's good yep. high to it. It yields like crazy, and it grows really easy, and it's resistant to I'm pretty sure powdery mildew and a couple other things. So it's almost like, like a dream. Yeah, yeah. From like a commercial standpoint, why wouldn't you grow that? And then if a lot of people are growing that, it's going to flood the market. Everyone's going to try it, and mm-hmm. then it's just going to be like old news. Yep. But that doesn't take away from the fact that it's a dank strain. And if and if you're a new grower, I would almost like to recommend that to new growers because it's so easy to grow, and Whoa. and they're going to get. A, a good harvest out of it yeah even if you don't do everything just perfect yeah it was like we had to do a little uh a little 180 there man we, we got a little uh a little
2: privileged i'll say all right. Hey, I got one last thing really quick, man. Fine, last. I got my friend Listen, uh, my friend Shane from Natural Enemies called me today. He's a, benef- he's a commercial guy that does all sorts of uh, uh, beneficial predators. What does,
1: I um, uh, believe, consulting, too, on that front with commercial yeah. grows and teaching people about how to really do their IPM properly, but go ahead. Super solid
2: guy. had an awesome conversation with him. I really believe his heart's in the right place. He's trying to do the right thing, so I'm really excited to have him on the show. Hopefully, we'll get him in the next week or two on the show. So, psyched for that. You got a
1: bunch of guests coming up. What sure, was that? Charlotte? Charlo? green green man <laughs> Hopefully that's coming up that's the last reporter quit her job up there uh at least i know and, i can say uh, curse words to her man She's we were talking for saying curse we're talking words. the fuck it i quit chick yeah man hell yeah yeah
3: okay.
1: <laughs> all right i'm gonna take a break but i am going to uh, before we go to break just have a uh, a quote here yes sir. you can't comment you cannot comment on it though scotty what? it's just a quote This is over on YouTube from Awakened Slave. I already have a comment on this. You can't. Damn it, you do. (laughs) All right, let's take a break and come back. All right. We'll be right back, guys. Check it out, dogrowth.com, over on YouTube and your fine pod players. Always good to leave us reviews wherever we're at if you can. Appreciate it, and we'll be right back.
0: Hey, dude, time for a change. So many bodies synthetics remember the soil's where it all starts just open your heart to grow it better hey dude compost is great loaded with my i Can't stop after it starts So let's use our garbage to grow weed back
2: So the quotes... You you, you uh, can't just give me an awakened slave quote and tell me that I have to uh, put duct tape over my mouth.
1: Well, this isn't a quote from him, but a quote that he put in his commentation I liked. And it says, quote, We'll know our disinformation program is complete when everything the American public believes is false. And this is a quote from William Casey, former CIA director. It's
2: I believe it. I believe that wholeheartedly, man. It kind of goes what we were talking about, that if you have this educated and, uh, you know, uh, solidified public, you know, or community, man, they are hard to, to, to break apart. But when everybody's confused and everybody's chasing the wrong, you know, misinformation, boy, it's really easy to control people then. And uh, I just, it really doesn't have much to do with it, but I just thought about it. I was hanging out at the, they call it the Lagoon and they'll have like concerts there. It's like a real family place, man. And uh, I was hanging out a couple days ago and they played Pumped Up Kicks. You know, what's that song by, what is it by? All the the other kids. I can't remember who it's by.
3: GMT, no.
2: Yeah, I think it is. My G.M.T. But anyway, it's about, and anyway, it's like the kids with the Pumped Up Kicks better run faster than my gun. I mean, it's pretty Mm -hmm. much about a school shooting. And the guy turns to me with his family and he goes, oh, this is my kid's favorite song. And we all look at him and go, "Uh, this is pretty much about a school shooting, man." You let him run around these are like little 6-year-olds running around singing this song. And he goes, "No, it's not." And I just go, "Holy shit, I give up, man." I mean, if that can be if something's that obvious can be misinterpreted, then anything and absolutely everything can be misinterpreted. And so I'm no longer surprised when people don't get it.
3: Kind of think George Orwell and uh, Matt Groening are both from the future. <laughs> Oh man, I don't know. Matt Groening, he's amazing. That's the writer of The Simpsons. Well, oh yeah, but there's like so many instances in The Simpsons where like they predicted Trump being president. They predicted nine eleven. Like yeah, well, so sorry, but Idiocracy predicted the future. Okay, so <laughs> that too. Yeah. Hey, right. that's just genetics. I'm not impressed.
2: All right, can we play that song? No. If you want to get kicked off of YouTube, you want to get sued. Come on, man. We need a good one. new it parody. Is a catchy man. One. Let's make a new parody over it, man. Come on,
3: Potsy. Start thinking, brother. All the other kids with the pumped up plants. Oh, come on. Better man. grow, better grow faster than. I don't know. So. We'll get it. We'll get it. Go. <laughs> <Man. laughs> Just give me a,
1: All right. What do you got in the hour news, man? And a
2: pen and a joint, man. All right. <laughs> man, in the. In the uh, in the news there was kind of something interesting. We were driving down to uh, Denver a couple of days ago. We saw this ridiculous crash. Dump trucks turned over. It's like semi-
3: a cat. Ga- I think it was some type of hazardous material yeah. truck flipped over and they had a whole northbound section of I-25 right? closed off. And so we're just thinking so anyway, I want to talk about uh there's, there's cannabis crash
2: in the news. There was a really bad crash out in California and the driver got arrested for uh DUI and
1: for being under the influence of cannabis. Well, he's- yeah, two uh, two sisters died. I think like twelve and nine. So mm. it was a big one, and another person. I believe three people total. Yeah. So whenever that happens, all kinds of shit's you know going off.
2: Sure. So I. But what I want to say is, so I've seen this accident that happened yesterday, and I don't know. I doubt that there was any kind of. Uh, okay. What I want to say is that whether you're smoking a joint, okay, or whether you've had a couple beers, or whether what would I would say would be even worse would be looking down at your phone. Looking down at your phone is extremely distracting, and it's so easy just to plow into somebody. My next door neighbor got plowed yeah. into on his motorcycle because somebody's checking their phone. You would be doing something valid like checking directions to see if you're supposed to make a left or a right, but that the whole distracted driving is way, way more uh, more dangerous than uh, driving with a little bit while well, under the influence of a little bit of cannabis. I'd even say it's not, it's less dangerous than driving with .08. You know, a little bit of alcohol, one one and a half beers in you.
3: Distracted oh, no, yeah. it, it, it's at least all the studies prove that distracted driving, like either talking on the phone or especially texting because you're not sure. even looking at the fucking road, is at least on par with drunk driving well being above the trash. Yeah. yeah.
2: And then let's think about these pills. Everybody's taking, and I don't say everybody, but you know, million or billions and billions of pills being served every month. And a lot of them alter your mind. They alter your mood. They make you tired, you know, whatever. They pep you up. You're telling me that shit ain't ain't changing the way people drive?
1: Oh, 100. percent Yeah. So, so what's just, your point?
2: my point is, well, how the fuck do you just blame cannabis? And then cannabis gets it gets a it, is the scapegoat because it stays in your fat cells for like 30 days. So this guy, you know, he could smoke two days ago and then go get in a car crash, and they test and if they test my blood, I probably got some problems. I better be problems, calling. Just uh, across the
1: board, dude. The whole area is muddled addiction. with.
2: No, who's it, the guy in Florida, man? The I'd call either the strong arm or sawaya, or who's the guy in Florida?
1: That's our buddy, man. Um, trim to his I do not know
2: Morgan and
1: Morgan for them. <laughs> yeah. the. it just sucks across the board. Uh, there are they do talk about you know oh this many accidents happened because this reason and then they talk about well that has that because there's more people on the road Mm. because of gas prices actually or is it just because in Washington they did a study well of course when you do tests of fatal crashes you'll find cannabis in more people's system because it's legal there now more people are using it but that does not at all mean that they're high at the time of the accident, like you just said, Scotty, because it stays in your system. I don't fully understand why across the board, anybody needs to change their current laws of impairment. If you think somebody's impaired, you give them a roadside sobriety. And I guess the whole reason is that law enforcement wants to have this test to have like the nail in the coffin for it, which doesn't work. You cannot do a blood test. You can't test nanograms. You can't put a limit on any nanograms. So why doesn't it work that they just do and again, this reminds me, we should, we should get J. Tiction back on the show. Um, why can't you just prove the person's impaired via roadside? You failed the roadside sobriety. I'm charging you with the DUI.
2: Sure, sure.
1: And then that's it. Every state already has those laws on the book. Why do you have to point and say, oh, it's definitely because uh, ambient. Or Xanax, or pain pills, or cannabis. I mean, alcohol's just pay what's that?
2: End. Someone has to pay in the end, and there's got to be a money train to sue somebody.
1: I, I mean, I guess you're saying if they have the test thing, that's what they have. That's what they want in court I'm to make their case. Yeah, stronger. they want to. Whereas I agree, to get testing for alcohol make is a no brainer because it's you can just see if so, the higher somebody blows, the worse they are. I mean, sure. it's just it's, it's, it's good science. It's
2: tough, I, man. This tough. I just don't want to be, as we're, as we're getting legalization, I don't want to become the scapegoat for all this stuff. And, uh, you know, you accidentally rear end somebody on a Sunday morning stone sober, and then all of a sudden you're, you know, take giving blood and, you know, you're being called that you have a DUI when you did nothing except wake up and, and go get some coffee in the morning.
1: No, it's going to suck, dude. You got to be careful for sure because they have this article out and then this really hits heavy across Cali out there. And then they got the highway patrol in here saying, hey, we're going to have more cannabis users on the roads, man. Be ready. We're going to be patrolling harder. Right. You know, and it's like in a
3: situation like that, just take your six months with a suspended or uh License. Don't blow. Don't blow. Don't <laughs> give them blood. Yeah. God, it's it comes so to hard, man. You guys police. got to remember.
1: I'm so guilty of this too. Your best practices. Like when we had an interview with Jay Diction you ask him, Scotty, what are the best practices? Well, don't have that shit in the car, man. If you got to smoke before you're driving around for whatever reason do it, put it in the trunk. Don't give them evidence. Don't give them reason. It makes you have a stronger case. If you need to have right. a case, Look, like, well, if, you're screwed. I'm
2: bringing weed with me. Okay. So let's just throw that out the window. So now what are you saying? Putting it in the
1: trunk. You have to put if, glass if it's, if, if or it's, cannabis if it's out mud. of reach in the trunk, in a back seat, like I don't have a trunk and you're right. a man, but. I think it just has to be out of uh like reasonable reach. As well as having like, how many people, if you have a bowl or a piece of glass or a roach or any of that in your front area of your car, which is like every other toker, maybe, maybe not. I even looked, there Um, was two
2: DGC cup tokens in the back of my car a couple days ago. I was like, that's deep, but I'm removing those anyway.
1: Just be careful with uh, giving the uh, evidence to the police that, you know, because plenty of people could just have that shit anyway, and they're not impaired at all. Now, don't get me wrong. Sure. I always say people can definitely be impaired off of cannabis, and they should make the decision not to drive. I'm not saying it doesn't do that, but there are plenty of people that medicate every freaking morning and sure. go all around. Maybe your brother Trip does, Scotty, and it's a non-issue. So yeah, yeah definitely. Hey, let's go over some best practices
2: about getting pulled over by the cops just because we haven't in a long time. Uh, the cops are not there to have a conversation with you and let you go. They're there to have a conversation with you to accumulate evidence to 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 hold against you. so don't talk to cops, especially if they're you know if, if they're about to arrest you or if you, yes. you, you what you say? I said fifth. Yeah, man,
3: I, I'm, I'm sorry,
2: officer. I understand you got a job to do, uh, but I just don't think it's smart. I, I know an attorney, and he told me just not to speak. So,
3: Oh, so oh the last thing you ever want to say to a police officer though is, I know you're just doing your job. Whoa. Don't say that. That's like really? I've, I've talked. I have friends that are cops and know multiple cops. That's like the first thing. They're like, oh, cool. Yeah, now I'm going to fuck with you. Uh-oh, that's like telling a girl she got a good personality? Yeah. Uh-oh.
1: <laughs> Thanks for the tip, brother. Yeah, don't say that one. <laughs> <laughs> or saying you're nice. Anyway. Uh, the one that, that well, let's get him back on the show because I still have to understand it's I think it might be different in every states, but I think once you decline to to work with an officer or yeah, they any field sobriety a or anything, sometimes there are some right then and there, they're like, that's the fearful thing. It's like bam, you lose your license for like six months to a year or mm-hmm. something. Yep. We're, yep. So guess what's but, gonna happen when they convict you? You're I was get, about to say, you're gonna get
2: fined you're and you're gonna lose your license for, for twice years. as long. Well. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I think there's a way if there's not a strong case that an attorney can get that reversed or something. But we should revisit it. Plus, J usually has some good stories and currently what's been going on and. Who's in force and what and how strong and all that. Absolutely. So, yeah, he's a good one. I really. feel you, man. I could, any of us as cannabis users, man, I got to think about this. It's harder to be screwed. I could simply just get in a fender bender mm-hmm. and then just get, just get yeah. screwed. Yeah. Yep. But anyway. He's all right. We do, do some shout outs, man. Yes, I got to do some shout outs here. Yeah, i got some business, man. It's getting to be almost five something in the morning. <laughs> you ready? Uh, yes, the illusion, uh, Rene Terroir Dubious and <laughs> Chris Gravel. That's man.
2: That's Terroir Dubois. I thought you were Dubois,
1: not Dubious. <laughs> uh,
2: I'll take Chris Gravel and DNA Colorado.
1: Shane Terps and Sparky One Up, a.k.a. Sparky One Ma. Oh, Sparky One Ma. Ooh, Sparky, one, one, Sparky Ma. one Ma, all right. Man.
2: Uh, Malik Spider and Colorado Sherlock. What up, KDK yeah. and Michigan Matt? Yeah, it was great having Michigan Matt on the show yesterday, man. Absolutely great. And shout out to Soup the Gardener,
1: another one of my correspondents out there. No soup for you. <laughs> All right, peace out, guys. Stay higher and uh, be dangerous out there, unless you're behind the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> crush this week, dude. Let's crush it, brother. Let's do it.
4: Some people love to place up the tank. Yeah, we get happy for noon. When the boss says to take a little break That means we'll lighten up a dude. It's just weed, it's just weed I like to keep a good buzz on, on, on It's just weed, it's just weed In my toolbox there's a bone Some people start the day off with a pill It's what the doctor says to do shake the heads and natural medicine. Go ahead and try something new. new, new. It's just weed, it's just weed. I like to keep the good vibes on, on, on. It's just weed, it's just weed. I like to smoke it out loud. Yeah. you riding high, ooh, we're gonna lock you in a cage, no, if you wonder why he hates the tank, just look at how he's being paid, No do lock up me, Smoking weed, hey, I ain't done nothing wrong, do No lock up me, cause I did weed.